Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hi there, welcome to Elite, the podcast that covers life in the Elite Ice Hockey League. It was a special week for one player this week, Sheffield Steelers fans, players and former players turned out in numbers to pay tribute to one of their own, number 75, Robert Dowd. The Golden Child, as he's known in certain quarters, enjoyed a special night in tribute to him at a club where, barring one or two spells elsewhere, has played for most of his career. Rob joined us on this latest edition of Elite to look back on his special night at the Utilita Arena and provided some thoughts on Steelers' season and hopes for the postseason playoffs. You're listening to Elite. Rob, first of all, welcome to the show. As I speak to you, it's a couple of days on from your, your testimonial night and I've seen plenty of photos and reaction from what looked like a great night. But how do you sum it up? Uh, yeah, it's it was a great night. <laughs> Easy as that. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of hard work went into it, obviously. And uh, uh, I've had some amazing support over the years through fans and sponsors and everything like that. And it, all of it coming together in one place, having all my best friends there and... All my teammates from years present and past, and uh, especially my family, it was amazing to do. It really, really was. It was really special, and it's uh, some memories will uh, I'll take with me forever. I'll ask you a bit more about the organisation side of it a little bit later, but I'm keen to know that the kind of emotions it stirs up, as you said, there, your family's there, people you haven't seen for a while, friends, and everything else. The adulation and the love coming from the fans as well. It must one hell of a melting pot of emotion, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I had a wobbly lip a couple of times, I'm not going to lie. Um, it was great. And like you said, while the event was going on, not as real. I didn't. I don't think I took it in as much as I would have liked to just because of the stress of trying to get everything moving smooth through the night and everything like that. No matter what preparation you do, there's still kind of stuff going on in a night where you, you're kind of in game mode, trying to make sure everyone has a great night that's come to watch. But then at the end, the kind of the ovation I got and obviously actually taking my arm off just for a second and having a skate around to thank the fans and everything, especially having all my family there and everything. That was I was really emotional. It was it was uh, it was something special. I'm definitely a, a proud night as well. And I know you've been involved in a few testimonials in the past. Some of your teammates in the past have, have had that special night. So how different is it when it's you that's the centre of it all? Uh I know some me some people might perceive me as different, but I don't like being the center of attention. I kind of 
too much business and then kind of sit in the background and let stuff go on so when everything all eyes are on you it was daunting it was definitely daunting at first even on the ice I don't really get nervous when I play games now obviously I just go into game mode but I even in warm-up I had a little bit of nerves I was thinking oh god everyone's coming here to watch me I better not do something stupid so (laughs) (laughs) yeah it it was good I enjoyed it like I said I don't think I I took in as much as I, I would have liked to but yeah, it was brilliant. Good. I'm going to ask you about the organi- organisational side of it, and it's maybe something a lot of people don't know about. I only found this out myself, certainly working with the Glasgow clan. Basically, the arena give you a date, and then basically more or less everything's up to you, isn't it? Tell us about how you brought everything together. Yeah, um, it was a learning curve, that's for sure. Obviously, being a professional ice hockey player since I was 17, 18 years old, it was a, a lot thrown into the mix of organising events and the game night and stuff like that. Luckily, very, very luckily, my I had a committee. I don't know if that's happened up in Glasgow when you, you've yeah. been part of stuff. I had a committee of uh, three lovely ladies and a gentleman. And they uh, it, it was Ruth, Claire, Elise and Matt. And honestly, they were amazing. I um, The amount of times I was run ragged and overthinking every single situation it was nice to have a second voice to say calm down or we'll just do this or this is what we're going to do and come up with a game plan so it wasn't solely on me I had that committee there and they were fantastic through the whole thing they were absolutely amazing I can't give them enough praise and of course it's it's choosing who you're coming back as well I saw you had uh, it was a Colton Freta uh, Levi yeah. Nelson came back as well, which would have been great for yeah. the band as well. But I dare say there would have been a few folk, maybe their no- noses put out of joint a little bit that you didn't ask them for. I'm sure you had reasons. It's a, it's a horrible situation to be in because it sounds silly, but you can I, I'd fly over 15 guys if I could. But monetary-wise, I'm going to end up losing money on the night rather than making money because obviously you've got to, I've got to fund everything. Mm. So I would have liked to have obviously flown over. There's a few names, to be honest, that I, re- I really wanted to bring over. But it was just ca- trying to fund it all. Obviously, I don't know at the time when I'm booking all these flights and bringing guys over, how much money is going to be in the pot to fly people over. So it was one of those, um, I spoke long and hard with it with David and stuff like that. And with with obviously the big names that are still around in Britain and Sheffield of players past and present, we come up with the idea of two players, two players to fly in. And obviously me and Levi goes without saying is he was here for such a long time and my kind of partner in crime forever. And I had missed him since he's went home and I really wanted to, uh, I really wanted to see him again and see that he was doing great. And he, and he is him and the family are doing amazing and he's doing awesome in the real world, which obviously a lot of us hockey players have doubts about while we're playing. It's the real world's coming and what are we going to do? It was awesome to see how great he was doing. And then obviously Colton, Colton and me still still talk now. Obviously I get a few drunken phone calls in the middle of the night. He doesn't remember the time change apparently when he's had a couple of beers. <laughs> Some phone calls now in the middle of the night when he's, when he's had a few. And uh, yeah, I wanted to bring Colton back because when he was, he was, he was, uh, one of my best friends on the team. So he, he was uh, another one that kind of comes straight to my mind when I, w- I knew I could fly somebody in. But yeah, like you said, it's horrible because there's I've played on teams with so many people and so many good friends I've made over the years to actually just say, right, we're just going to do that many. It's a bit like, 
there's always someone that's going to be upset. And to be honest, me, I was one of them. I would have loved to have flown in so many more, but it's one of those, like I said to you before, you've got to try and weigh up the monetary side of it. And am I going to sell? I know it sounds awful, but am I going to sell more tickets if I bring one more guy in? If I bring another guy in, is another 100 people going to show up so I can afford half of their flight? <laughs> and it's one of those where you have to weigh up those horrible situations. And it must have been nice for those guys as well, being back here, you know, the, the memories they've had of playing with the Steelers in the past and once more being in front of the fans. They, they were at the game on Sunday, weren't they, against Cardiff before the, yeah. your big game on Tuesday too? Yeah, they loved it. They loved being back and uh, they got they got a bit emotional and a bit fired up, obviously, before that game on Sunday, saying how they'd forgotten that feeling of all those fans cheering for them and stuff like that. It, they, they, they loved every second of coming back and Obviously, I couldn't stop thanking them for coming for me. And they, they couldn't stop thanking me for bringing them over. So it, it was a funny situation. When we go to the bar, I kept trying to buy them beers to say thank you. And then they kept trying <laughs> to buy beers to say thank you for bringing them. So, yeah, it was great. <laughs> and, of course, I think there's a lot of leaning on partners as well. And I think your wife's been a great source of support through this uh, as well. She must be enjoying the, the quieter life now that it's all it's all over. Uh, yeah, well, she's seen my face without a phone light on it for the last couple of days, which is nice because, obviously, I've been staring down at my phone for the past couple of months, obviously, sorting out merchandise orders and sorting out flights and events and everything like that. So it's, it's been a lot of going, on, obviously, on an evening time with having the kids and we both work. When I get to sit down in the evening, that's when I've been doing all my testimonial work. So she she's been amazing through it all. She has she's been absolutely awesome. But I think she's glad that I don't have the phone in my hand quite as much anymore. <laughs> so just to wrap up this uh, testimonial talk, just not only summing up this week, but as a whole, when you've been associated with the club for so long now, what do the Sheffield Steelers mean to you? It's home, uh, short and sweet. Sheffield's home. I come to Sheffield as a a young little pup. I was 17, coming on 18, when I first came to Sheffield. And the big reason I came to Sheffield, I signed for the Scimitars, but I got given the opportunity to train with the Steelers every day. That was part of my contracts. And from my first ever game playing for the Steelers, the reception I got from the crowd and that feeling I've gotten. Obviously, growing up, Sheffield was such a massive club and I was from a little town. It, I was a bit in awe of the place. And then, obviously, the longer I stayed here, the more it felt like home, and it is now. I'm, I'm, I will never deny, and I'll always say in interviews when, when they say I'm a local lad, no, no, I'm from the northeast. I'm proud to be from Billingham. I'm proud to be where I'm from. But Sheffield is home now. I got two kids that both have the Yorkshire Sheffield accent. I've got a wife with one as well. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's one of those. It's home, and I think it'll be home forever now. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, this week the regular season comes to an end, and sadly for you guys, the hopes of a league title were extinguished last week in that game in Belfast last Friday. How do you sum up the season as a whole? I think there was a lot of positives, certainly, but as we come to to the end, what, what do you make of it all? Um, like you said, a lot of positives. We played some great hockey through the year, and to miss out, if you think even still three weeks ago, two weeks ago, we were right in the mix of a title race. And at the end of it, when it comes down to it, we lost a game when we played a doubleheader away in Belfast, and then we dropped another point. Where did we drop a point? And it kind of made it long-winded. And then obviously with that game in Belfast recently losing that, that kind of extinguished any chance we had of it. So to go the full year and be right there the whole time to then lose out two weekends before the end, it hurts. Because obviously you put your body, mind, soul, everything on the line. For eight months of the year, you, you grind for eight months of the year and it's all you think about. So to come up short with a couple of weeks ago, hurts. Really hurts. There's no ifs or buts about it. It's like... It it feels like a kick in the stomach when when it sinks in. It sounds silly, but it's all for nothing. You've you've worked for eight months for nothing to come up with out. So that hurts. But all you can do now is kind of refocus and there's still a trophy up for grabs. So refocus, pick yourself up, dust yourself off and get ready for a few weeks of a uh, few more weeks of hard work and try and come up with something that time. It's kind of difficult when you, you put so much into a regular season that like you guys have come up short, as, as you've said, to, to refocus onto the playoffs. Now, it's a short format tournament, so you're at a point now where you're maybe looking for some momentum to take you into those playoffs. Absolutely. Like like you said, it's all about momentum now, and that's why I think that game on Sunday against Cardiff was huge for us. You win that game, and hopefully, if we keep going and we keep playing well, and if you win these two games this weekend, you're rolling then. Obviously, this weekend, we've still got to play two very good teams in uh, Glasgow and Cardiff. But it, like you said, it's all about momentum. And even if you don't come up, obviously, this weekend, as long as you get in the right habit of doing the right things at the right time in big games, you've just got to try and take those little habits into the playoffs because it's such a short format. You don't have to be the best team in the league, hands down. You just have to be good for four games. You've just got to be really good for four games and you can take home a trophy at the end of the year. And it all feels worth it. So, fingers crossed, we can get we can get hot coming into these last six games and try and make something happen. As you mentioned, there Glasgow come to your place on Saturday, the first game of the weekend. Glasgow, of course, still chasing that final playoff spot. I think there might be it's maybe too lazy. I think to make the assumption that because you guys aren't going for the title anymore, you won't try. I mean, you, know, you would never accuse any professional player of doing that. So, how difficult a game are you expecting when Glasgow come, knowing what's on the line? Oh, it'll be a playoff game. It will be hard-hitting, fast, hard hockey game. They're coming and fighting for their lives, so we, we wouldn't expect anything less. And obviously, like I said, we're trying to get some momentum going into playoffs. There's there's not a chance where we, any sportsman going into a game is going to take their foot off the gas and cruise. It'll be a good game and it'll be an absolute battle. So it'll, it should be a good weekend of hockey. And you finished with uh, Cardiff, a trip down to Wales on, on Sunday as well. Again, you guys will be among the, the, play, the playoff favourites, you would expect, both you, you guys and Cardiff as well. So a chance to maybe get one over on them before you, you head into the postseason. Absolutely. Any any little mind games, if you can, if you can go into the postseason, 
with the last three games, beating them twice, that's a huge advantage when you go to play them again. It just puts a little bit of doubt in somebody's mind. If you just, They've been beaten by us twice in two weeks and then they get us for the third week. It, it's got to play in your favour. So, yeah, like I said, we'd like to win all of these games heading into the stretch. This has got to be the fun time of year for you, Rob, because you've got the title race, which is obviously coming to an end, then the playoffs. And then for yourself, you're looking at international stuff, World Championships coming into view back in Division 1A this year. It's just a, such a busy, busy time. How much do you look forward to the World Championships when you know they're, they're coming so close now? I do. It's no secret. Everyone knows I love playing for GB. I, it was one of those things growing up as a kid. It's all I ever wanted to do. And obviously... Now I've had the pleasure of representing them for a, a long, long time. <laughs> Makes me feel old how many years. But yes, uh, it, it's amazing. And I love representing my country. And obviously this year, we're not going there to try and stay in a group. We're going there to try and win a gold medal and get back to where we belong. So like you said, it's very busy. And your body feels it at this time of year. Like I've said, you've just gone through eight months of getting knocked around every weekend and putting your body through hell. But I always get a little bit of a extra boost when it comes GB time because we've been playing together most of the core of that group. We've played together for years and years and years now. And it, it's fun. It's fun to go and represent your country together with some of your best friends. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And the fact it's at home as well, Nottingham, if you can call that home, um, is where it's going to be at this year as well. You had that home advantage before the year it was in Belfast as well. How much of a difference can that make when it comes to those games? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, they've got to do all the travelling. They've got to get over here. But to be honest, I, I don't mind where international duty is. It, it's nice that it's at uh, in the country because obviously I can have friends and family come and watch the games. But I, like I said, it doesn't matter which country I'm playing. I, I love playing for Team GB. And obviously, that little home boost might be good for us uh, to have the crowd behind us rather than booing us. So last one, we're heading into the, the postseason now. You've been around the game a while, Rob. What would it mean to lift that playoff trophy above your head one one more time before you, you head into international stuff? Oh, it'd be amazing. Uh, I I love, that sounds silly, I love winning. What sportsman doesn't? It's one of those things, like I said, we, we've, we've grinded for eight, almost nine months. So to come away from a season with a trophy in your hand, it feels worth it. Like I said before, if, if you come away empty-handed, that hurts mentally, physically. Those war wounds seem to hurt a little bit more if you end the season with no silverware. But if you if you have a bit of silverware to put in your cupboard at the end of it, you don't hurt as much going into the summer. You've, you've got a bit of extra spring in your step. So to, yeah, to lift that playoff trophy would be special. I, I know I've obviously done it before, but... There's there's no better feeling than lifting a trophy in front of front of some fans and with your teammates. So yeah, it mean it mean the world to me to, to lift it again. That's all for this episode of Elite, and my thanks to Robert Dowd for his time as he looked back on quite a busy week for him. Also from Elite, listen out for Aaron Murphy of Viaplay Sports, who joined me to assess the weekend games ahead, where we'll find out who will win the Viaplay Elite League title and who will take that final playoff spot. Subscribe and download now on your preferred podcast provider, including Spotify, Apple and Amazon, where you'll also find our previous episodes featuring Paul Lady and John O'Bullard. Follow us on Twitter at underscore Elite IH. Find Elite Podcast on Facebook to like us. Or drop us an email if you've got any questions for future guests at EliteHockeyPod, all one word, at gmail.com. Catch you next time on Elite and thank you for taking the time to hear this latest episode. Elite Hockey, Elite Listening. Bye for now. 
Social Podcast Network.